All right, now time to uh, talk about where we've been and yeah. what we've driven. Drive cars, yeah, <laughs> exactly. yeah, because there's not only news, uh, good news and bad news, there's also good cars and bad cars. So. Yeah, exactly. So, um, yeah, recently I went to uh, California to drive the new Mercedes AMG S63. Yes. Now, this is, of course, the S-Class from Mercedes-Benz. That's their most luxurious vehicle, yep. this side of the My Maybach. And... Um, With this new uh, S63, what Mercedes-Benz is offering is uh, the most powerful S-Class ever <laughs> in the history of this model. Uh, yeah. So basically what they've done is they've dropped the, um, they're using obviously a, a hybrid, plug-in hybrid uh, system for, for this car. Um, and when you hear that, you always think efficiency. You always think you know, uh, uh, more um, more mileage done with in electric drive, right. you know, so in this case, no. Yeah. <laughs> the electricity <laughs> is for one thing. Power. Power. Yeah. Power, power, power. This car has 791 horsepower. It has 1,055 pounds feet of torque. Mm -hmm. It goes from zero to, to 100 kilometers in 3.3 seconds. It's as fast as an electric car, you know, yeah. like one of with the, all With all the weight. Exactly, with all the weight because the it's, S -class it's, weight. it's like 2,600 kilos or something like that. Yeah, oh, just a shade over that. So basically what you've got in the, under the hood, you've got the, the four liter V8 twin turbo, of course, with the turbos mounted in the hot V, so to shorten the route of the exhaust gases for, yeah. you know, quicker pickup and things like that, quicker yeah. spooling of the turbos. A mechanics nightmare. Yeah. <laughs> True. <laughs> so that alone is 603 horsepower. Right. And then the rest of it is, it comes from the electric, uh, the electric motor. And uh, this electric motor is now Uh, served by uh, a battery, which is a new HPB 150 battery, okay. which is uh, 13.1 kilowatt hours of, uh, of capacity. So it's a similar setup to the Mercedes AMG GT four-door uh, sedan. Oh, you know, yes. high performance, uh, you know, quick discharge, quick recharge. Yeah, kind the of, cooling kind of system is, exactly. is out of it's it's uh, yeah, stellar. It's a very yeah. intricate cooling system for this battery. The battery and the electric motor are located on the rear axle of the car for mm -hmm. weight distribution, mm -hmm. uh, ideal weight uh, distribution. And so, with the S Class, they've used the body of the plug-in hybrid, the S480. Uh, and so there's a, a larger cavity in the, in the body for a larger battery. And that's what they've decided to do with AMG to fit a larger battery for this particular car. Right. So you get a little bit more mileage in terms of, um, of electric, pure electric drive, but we're, yeah. we're talking about 33 kilometers. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so it's pretty like much nothing. Gets you out of the driveway. <laughs> exactly, and, without and, and, firing up the V8. Yeah, right. And that's, uh, or when you come home late at night uh, <laughs> and you don't right. want to wake up the neighbors. Right. But um, yeah, so you, um, but the, the key thing about this car is just, just, just the performance. You know, it's a, it's a rocket. It's actually two cars in one. It's actually a, a very comfortable cruising Uh, car, if you dial it, the, the, you know, the, the drive mode to comfort and things like that, it's very quiet. But then when you crank it up to Sport and Sport Plus, it becomes a, you know, an incredible machine. And there are two things also that really, really help for, uh, for this car. Um, first, it's got, uh, you know, active steering on the rear. Uh -huh. So what, obviously, even though it's a big car, if you're 
going around twisties, uh, the rear wheels actually turn in the right. opposite direction of the front by 2.5 degrees. So it's almost like you're driving a shorter wheelbase car. Right. So it's more agile. And the other thing it's got, it's got anti-roll bars that are uh, with electronic actuators. And they're actually cut in two. Mm-hmm. Two segments, front and rear, and there's an electronic uh, actuator in uh, in between. So when you're driving down the road in a straight line, this the anti roll bars are decoupled front and rear, so you have more suspension travel, yeah. smoother ride, the cruiser, and as, exactly. Mm-hmm. And as soon as you start to load the car up uh, into the corners, uh, you then the uh, these um, roll bars sort of like hook up again and sti- stabilize the roll. Mm-hmm. So you're not having that, you know, the, the car remains pretty flat uh, right. through the corners. So in a way, it drives, <laughs> you know, obviously it's not a sports car, but it's pretty darn close. Yeah, it's it can handle quick. itself. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Because of Even the, though it's, those large, actuators, it's yeah. a large and heavy car. So again, you know, that these, this is the com- contribution of electronics these days. Mm-hmm. That's what you can do with electronics with whether it's the rear wheel steering or whether it's the yeah. anti roll bars, forty eight volt systems, exactly. or, or in other cars that are that are also uh, pretty perf- yeah, you know, which, which pretty this useful. one has it also has a separate forty eight volt system just for the anti roll bars. Just, so there you yeah. go, crazy, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Good. So you know, obviously uh, nine speed gearbox uh, and just that you know, like it really two cars in one. It's got a nice look, this AMG, because obviously they've given it the treatment. You know the you know the front end with the the grill with the vertical slats. Yes, and inside as well, there's some numerous touches um, that really set it apart from the uh, from the other S classes. So, and and obviously because it's an S class, you know it's long wheelbase and it's got you've got the, the rear seat and on the passenger side. You know, it's almost like a lazy boy you know, <laughs> with, the, with the footrest and everything. Yes, yeah, the limousine. So, exactly. So it's a, it, it's really unbelievable in terms of uh, the level of uh, level of comfort. We don't have information on price yet. Yep. But uh, expensive. You know, ah, it's going to be. <laughs> Yeah, it's going to be uh, over two hundred twenty-five thousand, mm-hmm. you know, probably as a base price, and then you start tacking options, and yeah, know, well I, over a quarter of a million dollars. So there right. you go. Okay. Yeah. For my part, uh, Gab, I was in Western Canada to drive a pretty popular car. Uh, well, a pretty popular car. It's kind. Of, it's kind of getting a little bit uh, um, uh, less sales because of the Crosstrek. But we're talking about the uh, Subaru Impreza. Subaru Impreza is uh, the compact uh, contribution uh, from Subaru, obviously, uh, a vehicle that I've owned quite a few of them, uh, the, the Imprezas, and a vehicle that's always been, the int- for me, the introduction of all-wheel drive, you know, uh, affordability of all-wheel drive, you know, yeah, you, yeah, you could get an, a, a compact car. Yeah. $25,000, you know, all included with all-wheel drive and yeah. not any all-wheel drive system, yeah, but Subaru's, system, yeah. you know, you know, yeah. symmetrical all-wheel drive, which is, yeah. which is, uh, 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 you know, up there in the industry. Um, but a vehicle that compromised, you know, throughout the years with cabin comfort, sound, you know, like, <laughs> I, I don't know if you, you're trying to get, when, when they introduced, you just Bluetooth with your phone, you can't make a phone call in, uh, call in an old Impreza and uh, just power, you know, if, if it's not, it's not, you don't buy it for performance. Uh, but throughout the years, I think Subaru's, you know, from 2017 has made 
quite uh, the effort to put this compact car, even though compact car segment is always, mm-hmm. you know, you know, losing ground because of SUVs. But Subaru is always kind of giving it a little bit more technology, a little bit more uh, comfort, a little bit more commodities uh, in the Impreza, and they're kind of committed to um, to to uh, keeping you know their foot in the market and offering an all-wheel drive uh, um, option uh, in that specific market that doesn't have that many. You know, you you're looking at the rivals, the Honda Civic. Uh, which is a front-wheel drive, and you know you have the Mazda three, which is you know uh, all-wheel drive as well. You can uh, uh, put that one there, uh, but also uh, uh, you know other other rivals that are not. You know the Corolla has uh, so much uh, more offering as a compact car, uh, but yet again, you know it's not it's not it's not the Subaru in, ter- in terms of uh, what what you're looking for in terms of all-wheel drive technologies. I've driven the RS model, which is a new addition uh, this year for the 2024. Uh, the RS uh, model is not quite new because in 1998 there was the 2.5 RS. Uh, option that you could get, which was the kind of the precursor model to the introduction of the WRX in North America. So Subaru kind of brings it back. It doesn't give it more performance. It doesn't give it, well, actually it does, it does give it more performance because this year the 2.5 uh, uh, engine is available. So it, it does, it, but it doesn't give it more handling capabilities because it's pretty much sits on the same uh, bells and whistles that the other uh, uh, Subaru Impreza mm-hmm. models are for 2024. Yeah, one thing I think that's interesting is uh, obviously the commonality between the Impreza and the Crosstrek. It's yeah. always been, you know, and they've yeah. just redid the uh, the Crosstrek. Uh, we spoke about that mm-hmm. in an earlier episode that went You've out. You've driven it, yep. yeah, exactly in uh, in Kelowna and British Columbia. But yeah, you know, whether it's the Impreza, whether it's the Crosstrek, it, you're, you're basically looking at the same kind of vehicle with different ride height and different, you know, exactly. different center of gravity. But it's, yeah. it's basically the same. And one thing that really impressed me a lot uh, about the Impreza and the Crosstrek over the years is the suspension travel and yep. the suspension tuning, specifically for the kind of roads that we have in North America, which can sometimes be mm-hmm. you know, less than ideal in terms of uh, smoothness. Yep. And so, you know, with bumps and potholes and all that, I think the Impreza and the Crosstrek are just about the, you know, the best vehicles you could buy for that specific aspect. You know, I the, totally agree. For the comfort, the ride yeah. comfort on bumpy roads. Yeah. It's quite uncanny and you know the the over the years they've stiffened the structure of the vehicle they've added you know uh some reinforcements and in, in key uh, areas yeah for safety make, but, some, but also know, to make, to make the, the, yeah, the, yeah the body rigid and that allows you to go a little bit softer on the damping and the suspension tuning and yeah. make the car a little bit more compliant so in a way you know they they're 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 doing it right from a technical standpoint. Yeah. The only thing that I wish that Subaru would do, and I keep harping on this, and people keep telling me about it, but I think it's true. If there's one brand out there that's in need of a good designer, designer. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we, the cars are good. Yeah. You know the cars. They, Technology's they, there. Yeah, they're, exactly. Know, they're proven. They're reliable. Yeah. They're Can, affordable. Please make them sexier. You oh, know? Yeah, <laughs> so the Subaru designs. You're right. You're absolutely right. I mean, they're, they're, it's 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 always pretty much copy paste, and yeah. it's it's been a little bit. You know, I, I would say, you know, the 2024 model. It's been a little bit changes, but when they explain the changes, you're like, wow, this. You know, how can you tell, right? You exactly. know, you're looking at the uh, both both uh, uh, 
uh, the, the older model and the newer. And then you're like, well, okay, we understand that the headlights yeah. have been changed, but you know, there's no story behind it. There's no, no you know, like it's 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 pretty much we're, we're we're giving it a couple of slices here and there, and and then there you go. Yeah. Um, not an ugly, not ugly vehicles. Just, no, but just just, just you know, the, uh, d- uh, definitely in a world where where uh, uh, image is yeah, uh, please a bit more flair, a little bit more flair. <laughs> yeah. I could agree. One one thing that's it's interesting, it's and, and I agree with you with the ride. Yeah. On the Impreza, um, one thing that's interesting is that the uh, the although it's a compact the Impreza and the Crosstrek is an SUV, uh, quote unquote, but it's it's it rides higher. People would think that it, there's more versatility in the Crosstrek, but the the Impreza actually has more cargo volume. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, like it's like 14 liters. It's not much, but still, you know, if you're looking for that yeah. specific every single inch of cargo volume, and you uh, say, well, I'll buy an SUV, then you know, you 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 could cons- you could still consider uh, the the Impreza. You can, but you know, obviously. Uh the uh, the hatchback configuration of the Crosstrek, you know, if you're going to swing a mountain bike in there, you just oh, yeah. remove remove the front wheel, throw it in the back, and yeah, you yeah, close yeah. the hatch. It all depends on go, the needs, you know, right? Exactly. But, but, there but there, there's that. Uh, also, a couple of things that are, you know, obviously the Impreza lost uh, the uh, the uh, the sedan configuration, also lost the manual gearbox. That's mm. no that's no surprise. We should have a a bell in the studio just to ring it every time <laughs> a model loses a manual gearbox. But that's uh, something that was interesting. Interesting to have with the two-liter, you know, just a manual, you know, base model with a manual gearbox. Uh, it was one of the few that you could still do that, and then and then you can't anymore. But uh, that's that goes with the times, I guess. Uh, yeah, overall uh, uh, power with the 2.5 uh, liter, the new uh, 2.5 liter for a four-cylinder engine, which is basically comes from the Crosstrek, exactly. And now now has been added to the Impreza uh, lineup: 182 horsepower, 178 foot-pounds of torque. Uh, like I said. It's not, you know, super stellar numbers with Subaru, but it's pl- it's enough for, for the application in a compact car. Um, I mean, it, you know, with the CVT, I found personally that they've done amazing work uh, pairing these two, uh, the 2.5 liter and the CVT, uh, gear, uh, uh, not gearbox, but the transmission. Uh, because I think it's kind of smoother than uh, than ever uh, in during acceleration. It doesn't give me as much, you know, like uh, elastic yeah, slingshot. feel, <laughs> slingshot, elastic. <laughs> well, we we can't say slingshot with that with that amount of power, but yeah, yeah, exactly. but yeah, the, the elastic and kind of I don't have the control over the car, and I have to give it so much more gas input for it to go. It's it's it, it works well with that level of power and mm-hmm. I, I I was satisfied with my drive but again uh, something that I really appreciated was was uh, the cabin comfort and the noise it's it's better than ever you can actually have a phone conversation and do long drives with the new Impreza so uh, a little bit more expensive again uh, this year $1,700 and uh, uh, more uh, for the starting price and also a little bit more expensive uh, uh, transport fees I believe, but uh, for me, still, uh, rec- uh, uh, you know, like I can recommend this vehicle. Oh yeah, uh, all, for, all, for all, all day long, drive, all yeah, day for long. Sure. You know, for someone who wants an all-wheel drive car uh, with uh, with uh, a decent power and versatility, uh, maybe like you said, the design <laughs> aspect of it. But then again, it's a Subaru and 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 a very very recommendable uh, vehicle. Uh, Gab, as far as uh, test drives, uh, upcoming events and test drives, do you have a couple of things uh, uh, from uh, to do in the next few yeah. weeks? Yeah, actually, going to go over to Europe to drive a prototype 
of the new uh, Audi Q6 e-tron. Oh, nice. So this is, of course, an SUV uh, that's going, electric SUV that's going to be built on the uh, PPE uh, uh Premium platform electric, yep. which is shared by Porsche and Audi. Mm-hmm. Um, so this platform will also underpin the Macan Porsche Macan EV when that comes out. Mm-hmm. Um, so this is not a production vehicle that I'm going to go drive. It's going to be a prototype. Yeah, it's going to have which you know, happens camouflage mm-hmm. <laughs> everywhere oh, on, the, on the body and stuff like <laughs> yeah. that. And it's an, an opportunity for us to meet the engineers who are currently working on the development of this uh, this vehicle, the fine tuning, before it becomes uh, available for for sale. So it's going to be kind of like a first um, a first uh, dip of the toe in the waters, you know, t- yeah. testing that out. Uh, very much looking forward to it. Uh, obviously, we know that Audi is full hell bent on electrification, right? Um, so, and and this this car is going, this vehicle, this SUV is going to be a key component of that uh, of that strategy. Cool. Can't can't wait to read about it and see those camouflage pictures. <laughs> <laughs> for, for my part, uh, going. To uh, California, I believe, to drive the Mustang, the new Mustang. Um, obviously, uh, yeah, I've owned a, a, quite a few Mustangs as well, so it's something I'm really, really looking for. The Mustang had, that has gained in in handling capabilities and, of course, horsepower again and again throughout the generations this year. Uh, it's come it comes out with a dark horse uh, version, yeah, which, yeah, yeah. which is going to be two different drives. One is going to be in California, the other one is going to be. I believe in, in in North Carolina. Uh, I don't know exactly what what uh, the uh, the embargoes are going to be on this drive, so we can't tell much. Maybe, maybe on the next episode, we're going to read about uh, hear about you're going to hear about uh, the uh, the the regular models of the uh, the the Mustang, and maybe on the next one, it's going to be the dark horse. Uh, we'll see how that goes. But um, but I'm intrigued. You say more power, yep, but better handling. Yes. Does that mean that there's less likelihood of Mustang owners crashing as they peel out of a cars and coffee? Oh, I don't think so. <laughs> I don't think so. I mean, I, you know, it's kind of a... <laughs> that's funny. <laughs> yeah, I got ho- hopefully, yeah, for, 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 the, for the sake of the bystanders, of course. Uh, but yeah, I mean, uh, you know, since, since uh, the generation, the, uh, the uh, S197 generation, or even af- after that, uh, the handling on the Mustang has been... Has been uh, you know, engineers have been putting a lot uh, uh, better components and and kind of focusing on the uh, on the aspect that people are kind of driving these cars on twisty roads and not only in the straight line. So, so uh, if you want to read all about the details about the uh, the, the Mustangs, it's all on the CarGuide.com uh, 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 website. Uh, carguideweb.com sorry and uh, and uh, yeah stay tuned for our drives and uh, news on the next podcast uh, episode uh, like and subscribe and you can also follow us on uh, social media the car guide uh, thanks Gab and uh, we'll see you, you in a couple of weeks alright so long and take care everybody thank you for listening to the car guide podcast don't forget to subscribe and leave us a review if you'd like Visit us at carguideweb.com for daily updates and news on everything auto, as well as weekly reviews and drives. You can also follow us on Facebook, TikTok, YouTube, and Instagram at The Official Car Guide.